last week our discussion was all about energy drain and we spoke Mufti Sapa advised us and encouraged us and gave us uh, some some tips on how to preserve our energy not to just lose all your energy you know in the start of the day first task and you already drained out um, this time of the morning even earlier than that you already feel like you spent the whole day so how to preserve energy and various tips and various methods various things that we can do to build our energy to increase our energy and to preserve our energy that was the discussion last week alhamdulillah then today because we now you know full into the holidays schools are closed marissas are closed well you know all the the, the normal uh, maktab marissas are all closed uh, students on holiday many people beginning to take their their, their leave already um, especially you know what you could call maybe the early birds those that like to go on leave in the beginning of december and then they go they probably come back uh, they back into the office by probably the end of december and some people enjoy that because then you know at work as well it's quiet it's a quiet time they they there isn't much uh, much 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 noise around masasal bustle around them some people enjoy that and some people maybe take the leave a bit later but uh, it is we are into the holiday period in fact this week already is a shorter week it will only be a four-day working week because friday is going to be a public holiday saturday itself is a public holiday and then the weeks after that there'll be few public holidays it'll take us to the end of the the year we commence inshallah uh, the new year and we hope that everything goes well and smooth for us but what we're speaking about this morning is about productive holidays the holiday will come five weeks six weeks if you're working and you got only three weeks maybe you used up some of the time you got less than that you got more than that but the holidays are there and the time will pass now the important thing is to make that time pass in a fruitful way in a constructive way in a beautiful way and that is what we're speaking about this morning productive holidays so move this up starting off with the discussion why is it important to take a break from work people don't need a reason why they don't need an excuse why but maybe just to understand why yes uh, there's a statement of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu that uh, he said that I you know the body tire the, the the mind tires like how the body tires so we all know the body will uh, tires and he says that the mind also tires in a similar manner this is I amuse it with something light-hearted to refresh it and the purpose is obviously to get back to serious activities so yes, uh, the, uh, because of that, we do need a change of activity. And you know, in the old days, we spoke of a vacation, which is the yeah. real, you know, classic sense uh, where people went away to some destination. And then uh, the word was going is a staycation that became more popular, yeah. uh, where you take a, a break at home and uh, you just rest and relax, uh, enjoy home, sweet home, place you are often too stressed and too busy, busy to enjoy and the key to a refreshing staycation uh, is uh, you know that uh, it's mostly a rest uh, that uh, one requires and then you have what an, a new term that is uh, been coined which is a playcation uh, you know where you stay at home but you make it fun and the difference between a staycation and playcation is that staycation tend to focus on resting and playcation, more fun activities. And sometimes all a person needs is just a short change of activity. Uh, th that is what is required. And if you do not, you know, some people feel that, you know what, I just need to put in more time. I need to push through. And uh, what happens, uh, there's a, this famous story of the person uh, who was in, uh, a woodcutter. And uh, this person reported for duty 
And on uh, the first day of reporting for duty, the person then cut uh, five trees. And uh, the manager was very impressed by this. And, uh, the, you know, he said that never, ever has I, have I ever witnessed that a person cut five trees on one day. And then the next day, he reported for duty. And he wanted to impress the manager even further. So he then, uh, you know, tried harder. But by the end of the day, he only cut four trees. Uh, and he felt a little embarrassed that he didn't keep up to his own record. And then uh, the, the third day, he reported for duty even earlier. He cut through his breaks, through his lunchtime. But by the end of the day, he only cut two trees. And he's seen the downward trend. And before embarrassing himself further, he decided to hand in his accent, uh, give, uh, you know, give in his resignation, fearing that he's going to embarrass himself further. So the manager was there, called him in and said that, you know, uh, I see what you're doing and why you, uh, why you are resigning. But, uh, you know, what have you observed? Why is it that you're cutting less? And then he said that I'm trying my best. And then the manager was a person who was a real leader and wanted to guide him. And he said that, you see, the problem is that You've been putting in more hours, but you didn't sharpen your axe. And because you didn't sharpen your axe, that is why uh, you kept cutting less uh, despite putting more effort. So, yes, that break, uh, if it is spent in a productive manner, it's an opportunity to sharpen the axe. And when a person sharpens his axe, that is when he can be more productive. It's a very fascinating story, but it's got a very deep lesson, a very interesting lesson that we all need to learn. Jazakla uh, for sharing that with us. Now, what are the signs that you need to take a break? You need to go on a break. What are the signs of it? As you said, Mahal, people don't really need any signs. They're just ready for it any time. Mm. But uh, there are certain signs. You know, uh, also, <laughs> you have a balance. Right. Where, you know, when, uh, when we're having uh, this thing, uh, um, when you look at... Uh, People who are employees and employers, uh, the employee will stay away at every opportunity. The employers wouldn't stay away at any opportunity because they are the ones who are in, in, who see the benefit, you know, from the company growing, and it sort of balances off in that way. But uh, there are those who, have, you know, reach a stage perhaps you're working on your own, you're a uh, a solo entrepreneur or entrepreneur. Uh, then, do you think if I push through the holiday period, then uh, that will benefit me? I'll make more money. But you need that break, and sometimes there are signs that may suggest to you that you need a change of activity. And you, the signs that you need to be looking out is that, you know, changing eating habits, cynicism about work, difficulty in concentrating, getting sick more frequently, lack of energy, lack of motivation, low mood, frustration, um, feeling unfocused or fuzzy-headed, uh, you know, uh, these are some of the signs that one needs to look out for. Uh, physical symptoms such as headache or stomach aches, poor performance, sleep disturbances. People also sometimes re, re, uh, you know, resort to uh, uh, you know, taking prescribed tablets or what we'll say drugs or alcohol, withdrawing from friends. So the thing is that one should not wait till you reach the point of burnout. You know, don't wait until that point of exhaustion, then step back and take a break. Uh, because unless you already feel energized, motivated, excited, creative, and fully engaged in work, uh, that's only when you will be optimi optimize your time and get the max most out of it. So these are the signs, uh, and sometimes it's an obvious sign. Sometimes it's something just sneaking up slowly, and uh, 
everyone responds to stress in a unique way. That means that the signs of being overwhelmed are also highly individual. Uh, there are some general warning signs that apply in most of the criteria, and that is what we shared with you. Okay, Jazakallah for that, Muftisab. Now, uh, what are the benefits of taking a break? Muftisab, explain to us the importance of it. What are the benefits of it? So, a, a short change of activity, uh, the benefit of it is that it will have a psychological, physiological effect on you. Number one, it reduces stress. Obviously, you feel uh, less stress when you're not in a stressful environment. Uh, so, this interrupts the cycle of stress that often overwhelms us. Also, rest by breaking out of the cycle of chronic stress. You can restore yourself physically, mentally to a healthier place. And then you have clarity of thinking. A, a, uh, you know, a chronically triggered stress response can lead to decreased creativity, memory problems, and other issues. So a break in the stress cycle can lead to sharper thinking and increased creativity. And then you have increased productivity that, you know, all of this can make you better at your job. So sometimes, you know, there's two things. One is when you talk of decision making, there is the aspect of uh, quality of a decision and the process. And people in management, upper management, they, you know, they need to have uh, the spark of creativity in them. They need to be able to make quality decisions. And if a person is in a, caught in a cycle of stress and overwhelmed, that, you, you know, sometimes you will be guided by, uh, you know, by that stress and you won't have the clarity to be able to make quality uh, decisions. And uh, in that sense, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the company suffers on the long term, on a long term basis. So therefore, one needs to have the change of activity and break the cycle of stress. Yeah, definitely we need to break that cycle. Stress is not, it's not good. It's not healthy for the person, the body as well. Now, Muftisab, what is the secret to getting the most out of our holidays? Sometimes time is very limited. You might just have two or three weeks. How can we make the best of it? Everything is judged according to its intention. The outcome is also based on the intention. When we start to ask ourselves, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? What do I want from it? then it shapes our purpose you know we must have a goal for the holidays uh, and when you know what is it that you want to achieve from your holidays then that helps you you know in in terms of uh, uh, you know getting the, uh, the the outcome that you desire remember that happiness is a way of travel not a destination the second point is that you know you're planning for fun to do activities they say a family that uh, uh, plays together and prays together stays together so having those fun moments, plan for it, you know, have some sort of a plan in, in before uh, the time that this week, this is what we're going to do. This is the weekend. This is what we're planning to do. These are the activities and space it out over a period so that you, you know, uh, when you plan for something, that is when you get, um, you know, that's when you get maximum out of it. Then also in terms of, uh, uh, you know, people making your children feel part of it perhaps uh the thing is that when you're planning for something always uh sit with them make mashura ask do things as a family and in that way uh you can then you know have everyone on board uh, we should always have an uh, an open to learning attitude so you know the word suffer mm. means comes from the word to enlighten to open up mm. and the reason why uh 
a suffer is a travel is called uh, it comes from the word of enlightening opening is because there are various things that when you travel together the other person's personality opens up to you, you see the true colors that's why said said that don't say you know the person until you've traveled with him or you've done business with the person also when you travel siru fil ard then the reality of life opens to you and you learn in a different way in an informal manner so you know we, we are told in the verse of the noble quran siru fil ard fanzuru kayfa kana aqibatul ladina that uh, look at the end result of those before what was the consequences of their actions uh, so one should have that attitude that wherever we are we want to learn from uh, the we know what we are observing around us uh, uh, the good that people achieved we can uh, you know replicate that uh, the bad where they've gone wrong learn from the lessons so that we don't get caught the most important thing is that you have to be present mm-hmm. when you're with your family you can't be checking your phone you can't be following up on this email and that email and uh, you know that that deprives you of the present moment so the power of being present uh, you know if you want to make the most of this period uh, then uh, you need to be present in whatever you're doing uh, and that is just you know that you are focused you are present with the person you're not distracted you're not uh, your mind is not uh, wandering on this and that so cut out on the checking of the emails or whatsapps uh, that, that is important during this period Uh, if you need to then specify take out a certain amount of time during the day uh, then do things that will uh, you know improve you that will benefit you that will uplift you i think uh, what's important is to take advantage of the am hours you know that uh, get up early sleep early get up early in the early part of the morning that is when you can do some exercise in the morning that is when you could read a book complete your daily routine with regards to your dhikr uh we were you know sitting with uh, one of the great seniors of the country mm. uh, uh last week sunday and he was giving us advices uh and he said that look today sunday morning so by and large most of you did not have your normal activity for the day mm. and we agreed and he said okay so now tell me who read quran today and everyone was a bit stunned he said okay even if you read who read more because you're free today you should supposed to have read more but uh, you know everybody had to hang their heads in this you know a shame that nobody read more quran if we read we read our normal amount to we barely got to that to many didn't read so uh, th- that is the reality in the you know the am hours of the morning that is where you can get you know that then you need to also during the spirit take out some time and look at your list of goals for the last year what you've achieved uh, you know where you've come short and look at uh, what's your goals for the next year uh you know there's uh, short term goals long term goals so you could also reflect on that in the holiday period there may have been people that you you know long distance calls people in different countries maybe your classmates friends who have moved to dubai moved to turkey moved to australia canada you can catch up and call them another nice thing to do during the period is to get rid of clutter you know it's the perfect time to declutter when you declutter your home or your office uh, you get rid of the excess things you start feeling lighter you feel you know energized you feel uh, uh you know uh the thing on top of things so these are some of the things that one needs to consider in terms of getting the most of the period jazakallah for my father muftisab excellent advice that muftisab had shared with us alhamdulillah may allah subhanahu wa grant us the tawfiq to practice final question for this morning in the segment muftisab what islamic guidelines can muftisab share for the holiday period so firstly we said that you know your intention 
that you're going for. So it's not just uh, to have fun, but we're traveling to Durban. We go, if there's family, we'll meet the family. Uh, we're going to you know try and visit some of these uh, uh, the ulama, the pious people. Make these intentions. Uh, if there's some dini program that is taking place, we will attend those programs. Make the intention before so that you get the barakah of that when you're undertaking the journey. That's the first thing. The second point is that uh, during the holiday period, don't neglect your salah. You know, read your salah on its appointed time. Uh, try to choose places which are close to masajid or at least, you know, make salah with jamaah. Uh, that that uh, throughout the period, you know, try, uh, be punctual with your salah and for the men to make it with jamaah. That's the second point. The third point is control your gaze. Uh, and when you talk of controlling your gaze, you know, uh, you can't go to a beach where there's ladies with bikini and say, no, my taqwa is such, I won't look, and you close your eyes and you're walking. You'll start, so you'll stumble on them. So don't go to a place like that. There mm. are beaches which are more reserved, where you can choose a quiet place where no one sees you and you don't see anyone. So be thoughtful in the places where you're going. Don't just go because everybody's on the central beach, so you go to the central beach. Choose places where there will be, no, you know, no one will see you, you will see. Value your time. Have some sort of a schedule uh, where you will, you know, factor in time for reading, reading certain books, personal development books, uh, Islamic history books, your reading of the noble Quran on a daily basis, some time for dhikr. Uh, also, in terms of uh, sirah, these are things you need to have a routine that will help you in this regard. And then also, you know, uh, remember that wherever you are, you are an ambassador of Islam. You need an ambassador of Islam. So you can't just get let loose and be and say, no, it's free, it's holiday time. Uh, if you dress in a particular way while you're in your town, and when you're in a different country or in a different province, and you dress in a different way and you conduct yourself, then we need to ask yourself that, are you doing it for Allah's sake? Or are you doing it just for people's sake? Because there's an expectation that you need to, uh, you know, be dressed in a particular manner, that you need to carry yourself. So while you're in your own town where everybody knows you, then you carry yourself in a particular manner. Then when you're in a place where nobody knows you, then you, you know, unrecognizable. So what you need to remember all the time is that, uh, uh, that uh, uh, you are an ambassador of deen at all times. You're an ambassador of Islam. You're carrying the flag of Islam. Remember, you know, that... Uh, uh, we also need to look at the fact that uh, what is carrying on in Gaza at this time, and uh, we need to also, you know, where we can cut back and send the access to, for the assistance for the people to rebuild their lives in Gaza. And one of the points which Junaid Baghdadi, rahimahumullah, had said with regards to controlling the gazes, you know, someone asked him that, you know, what advice can you give me in terms of controlling my gaze? And he says that, uh, when you're looking at that which you're looking, which is not permissible, then know that before your gaze reaches that object, Allah is watching you all the mm. time. Allah's gaze on mm. you is all the time. Mm. So just think about that when you are being tempted to look and, you know, whether it is in the physical sense or on the screen, uh, there's always the temptations that come up uh, in terms of what the content is being, uh, you know, projected towards us and which comes our way. Uh, which are being, you know, being put forth on the WhatsApp groups, on the different platforms, and all of that. So we need to be control, be aware of this. Uh, the thing that you know, it's almost like a, a balloon, which pokes into our spirituality. That you, you, you know, you're filling the bucket with water, but the water is not remaining because there's a hole in the bucket, and the hole in the bucket is that lustful gazes at the opposite gender. 
uh, that uh, tends to be more prevalent during the holiday period.